I think you had mentioned um, there's going to be uh, a discount for our listeners. Yes. So. And welcome to the Riley Black Project with Crystal and John. Hey. What's going on? How are you feeling? Um, feeling pretty good. Okay. Um, so last episode we talked about, um, we mentioned how I had my, uh, um, wrist appointment yeah. the following what, day. What we thought was carpal tunnel. Yes. And so it's actually not carpal tunnel. It's some really crazy long name that I don't know how to say. Um, but it's actually in my wrist and my thumb and it's called, um, the term for it, if you look it up or like Google it, um, if you Google mommy wrist, that's, that's what, what I got. Mm. So, um, it's basically the, the tendons in my wrist are swollen and pissed off and have nowhere to go because there's like, oh, I don't know, tissue or something around the wrist that kind of like is, is keeping them in. Yeah, Yeah. very tight. And so, um, yeah, so one thing that could have helped that she was going to have me try at first was um, a brace, which I am wearing not as much as I should. And a different brace, because apparently you had I was wearing the wrong brace and didn't know it. I was wearing a carpal tunnel brace, which didn't support the or stop movement of the thumb which is the key which is key with what i got um and so they were just gonna have me try the the brace and see how that goes and i was like i'm desperate and over this right and she was like okay well in that case we can try the um injection and um the injection was like a we don't know if this will work or not kind of thing because um she had to get into like a very specific spot Mm -hmm. and because i have some chunky wrists and they were also swollen it was like a it she was kind of doing it blind yeah Yeah. and so she had to like feel around and and try and get in there um and so i i have i can definitely tell that i have less pain like i'm not just constantly like screaming out every two seconds anymore um but I now have some weird numbness in my index finger when I, like, reach, like, out or when I reach down. Right. Um, and now it actually kind of hurts. And mm. I think it's also because though that's all that moves when I wear that brace is mm-hmm. my four fingers. My thumb doesn't move. Right. Yeah, and I so I think it's just kind of like it's it, there's... It's overworked because that's mm-hmm. all that's out. Right. You know right, what I mean? Right. Um, so, yeah, better and not better, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really thinking that probably at the end of this, they want me to, like, see how things are in a couple weeks. And I really think in a couple weeks it's probably going to be a um, let's do the surgery deal. Right. Um, thankfully, the surgery is, it sounds like an easy um outpatient thing they go in and they basically um put some slits in the that tissue that's over the tendons and the wrist to give it some like room to 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 breathe basically um and then i should be i should be good so so i guess the the goal of the of the brace 
and the injection is to like bring down bring down the like inflammation the, or yeah, whatever. the the swelling and the inflammation and to like give it a rest rest yeah because what also makes it work or make, makes it worse is it being overworked so um you know if, if it's something you do repetitively repetitively which again I think is the reason it got worse after right. I had him right. was it was already pissed off because of pregnancy and because of what I do with with work and laser and making stuff after I had him you know d- feeding and picking up a now 10 11 pound baby like right. it's all right. like it's it's wrist and thumb and you know it's 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 used a lot um so yeah I think that only just continued to to make it worse she was not surprised at all when i told her it got worse after i had him right so okay. um well at least at yeah, least we know I, thankfully what it is i love my doctor and you know she she was really she was really cool um very patient answered all of my questions i felt very comfortable with her so that's that's huge especially if it's going to come to surgery surgery right um okay. unfortunately my left wrist is now kind of by the day is getting more pissed off mm. So it might be a case of having to do both of them, but we'll see. Right. Yeah, but I'm hopeful. Definitely a lot more hopeful right. than than and I we was. We have a plan. Yeah. And there's a plan. <laughs> we know what it is. Yeah. And it's not carpal tunnel. Which no. Is, I, I think guess it's good. good. Yeah. yeah, I think it's good. I think it's the surgery sounds a lot simpler than I think carpal tunnel surgery right. is. Right. Right. So um, there's there's hope. There's hope yet. So yeah. you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> right? Random update. Last week we talked about OnlyFans <laughs> being done. Right. Well, and now Will, it's not. Will can continue his side hustle right. of OnlyFans right. and and selling explicit. Whatever he was selling on OnlyFans <laughs> because it is not being shut it's, down. Right? <laughs> I listened to, I, like, you know, after we edit, I listened to it again to make sure, like, there's not anything I want to, like, cut out or that it's not right. that it flows well and then we were talking about the only fans shutting down in october and they changed their mind yeah. by the time the episode came out uh, well i mean so. I, honestly i think it was like the next day after we recorded yeah it was it was, like, it was pretty like, soon oh, after we're yeah, not just kidding huh. <laughs> everyone was yeah. outraged so, so so if you have a undercover only fans <laughs> at, right. as you know now you're in no danger there was a really funny um sign going around the the craft world of um by by my crafts um i'm not my i'm not cut out for only fans or something like that mm, by mm, my stuff right right right, right. <laughs> i thought it was pretty funny the one i saw was like oh now all um all restaurant servers are going to be back in business <laughs> yeah well there goes that idea it's gone yeah, yeah. nope they're still um, out but yeah so will if he's selling on only fans he can get back yeah. to it get back to it man <laughs> Don't shut down your site. I'm sure he knows. I'm sure he got word. And got this is true. I'm sure happy. he was probably the first one. Listen, if you, were, if you were doing stuff on OnlyFans, <laughs> you got word that, hey, listen, they're not shutting down. Right. <clears throat> uh, fun fact. My best friend <laughs> actually does. I mean, if you uh, want to put out her. Out her? It's all over her own page. Yeah, true. It's I guess outing she's not her. hiding it or anything. Especially if it gets her some extra yeah. subscribers, she probably won't care well, at all. Right. Yeah. Hey, if you you got the confidence and you can do it, more yeah. more power to you. Right? I don't. I'm not one of those people. <laughs> I mean, we could do it without showing your face. There yeah, are those. Still, yeah. nope. Still no? not. I okay. think I'm going to stick to my crafts. You can do your feet. And my you laser. Can do your feet. 
I mean, stuff with your feet. I do have pretty decent feet, but I'm not. I don't have know, the. They'll never know it's know. you. And uh, oddly enough, um, there, a lot of work goes into it, just like yeah, everything yeah. else that you don't think about. Like it. this she, podcast, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't. You don't realize, like, oh, okay, you just yeah. gotta take a couple pictures. No, it's not. It's not that simple, apparently. From. Right from that which yeah. is just i mean it's just like <laughs> comparing only fans to uh digital files um yeah. but there's it it seems so simple but there's so freaking much that goes into it like right. making the file then you gotta test the file and then you gotta right. take the pictures and then you gotta make the listing and you got to upload all of those things and now etsy you know tends to give um preference to the listings that have a video so then you got to oh. record a video and so yeah, yeah there's and then you and then once you do all that then you got to go tell all the people that you did that right so that they can buy it <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it's a lot of work um, I mean, you're 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 promoting something you're selling something so yeah. you gotta yeah yeah it's definitely a lot of work uh speaking of new files that i just did that with um we have a new inappropriate oh we do file on the in the riley black designs okay. etsy shop we got some um <laughs> my friend they i put them on my snapchat and she goes are those cocktail stirs mm-hmm yeah nice so that's what i called them and then i posted them in the um the smoky tides group from where casey Right. That we talked to previously, his group and his and Amanda's group. Mm-hmm. Uh, I posted them in there because, of course, I used Amanda's acrylic. Right. I used um, Black Pearl and Gold Member. Uh, I mean, Gold come on. Member. That's Had to. You have to. Yeah. Yeah. So I posted them in there, and someone someone suggested. Um, oh man, now I just had a blank. <laughs> I totally ruined the punchline. Oh. So it was actually not in the Smoky Tides group. It was in the Glowforge After Dark group. Oh, okay. So she suggested turning the cocktail stirs mm-hmm. into um, uh, little things for um, the barbecue sauce mini cocktail weenies, mm. but calling them dick picks. Ah, instead of toothpicks. <laughs> uh-huh, dick picks. Oh, that's... Right? That's cute. Little punny. Little punny. (laughs) All right. So our guest is ready. All right. So we're going to call him. So who do we have on the show today? Uh, We got Tony with Laser Light Designs. Oh, hey, what's going on, Tony? Hey, what's going on? So I actually met Tony through Amanda. Okay. When I was working, um, picking up hours, helping her at the shop, um, Tony came one day to borrow her Glowforge because he had one. Just borrow a Glowforge? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> came to use it. So um, he had oh, one okay. at work. I, yeah, I pictured, no, he didn't like take it. I pictured it. him like, like coming, <laughs> take, take it, it with me. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, I'm uh, going to take can this. Can I borrow this? Yeah. <laughs> take it home? No, but I mean, anybody who has a Glowforge knows that at some point you're going right. to need to take something and yeah. then your Glowforge isn't going to work. So, right. right. Yeah. Um, she was nice enough to say, hey, just come over on that, you know, project here and yeah. and we're good. So yep. And then so yeah, so he came then and then he eventually ended up buying my Glowforge right. when I sold <laughs> yes. it in December. 
<laughs> I, I think every Glowforge has like we should start like a Carfax for Glowforge because every <laughs> one of them has had like three owners and right. seven refurb replacements. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Facts. But exactly. But I think um, that's that's good. It's like a good community um, that everybody's kind of you know moving up and using what's available to them and what's within their budget to start and. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, I definitely talk about the um, disadvantages of Glowforge, I think, probably more often than I talk about the advantages. But for me, it was a perfect starter laser because I had no idea, like, what (laughs) what a laser even really was. I was just like, oh, I can make all those cool things? Sign me up. So it exactly. was it was perfect for me. If I would have bought Amira straight out, no, I I would have been way overwhelmed and scared and terrified and yeah. So for me, it was it was a it was a perfect start. So even with its Absolutely. its you know drawbacks, there's every machine has its pros and cons. So for me, it exactly. was, it was I perfect. Talk about some of that within this, but I, I agree. If you're like trying to understand what a laser does. Yeah. I mean, what's less expensive and more capable than like a used basic. Right. So even if you just have it a month or two and you outgrow it that quickly, totally. at least it reaffirms like, Hey, this is actually something I'm interested Ex- in. Exactly. Cause that's the other thing is like, just I mean, there's times where I buy, you know, we buy something, we think, Oh, this is going to be amazing. And then you don't use it as much as you think, or you don't Correct. actually like it as much as you hoped you would. And so that's, I mean, it's perfect to spend, you know, maybe say you can find one for like a thousand or 1500 that's used and then, you know, you try it and say, say you even buy it like full price, which I don't know what the basics are full price right now. 2500 yeah. 2500 yeah. Yeah. So not terrible, no. not a terrible investment. And if you love it and you sell your ass off, then you pay it off and now you upgrade to buy the next one. Like, again, I bought my Mira on a day where I wanted to throw my Glowforge out the window. Um, <laughs> But it, the Glowforge made me enough money so that I could buy my mirror. My mirror was paid off before I even, before it even showed up in my house. And that exactly. was That's thanks exactly to the Glowforge. So. If you buy a used one for 1500 bucks and you, oh, it looks like the basic is three grand now. Wow, it went up. Oh, really? So let's say if you buy a used one for 2000 Yeah. Even if you end up getting out of the machine and, and realizing lasering isn't right for you. Right. I believe that you'll make whatever well, don't money for, you Don't forget you the it. referral codes. So the, the referral, referral codes, codes get you uh, $100 off. I surprisingly have, too. I haven't really... I didn't really ever, like, try to push them. I just ended up helping people, and they're like, oh, can I use your code? I'm like, sure. Um, but, so it's like $100 off the basic 300 off the plus and 500 off the pro nice um but yeah so definitely use that if you're if you're in and then you're gonna sell it so that's gonna offset so really to break even you need to only make what you're gonna lose when you sell the machine which if you Mm -hmm. bought it used right use it for a month or two you should almost be selling it for you know give or take what you bought it for right so like some people bought them and the next week it went up 500 bucks Mm -hmm. it's like well they know that they're going to be able to sell it for what they bought it for right even if they use it for six months you know what i mean so you're basically renting it for free in the end yeah um so there's not many hobbies that you can get into you know true yeah so what is your what's your background so i was in the scuba industry for uh, many many years and 
we had a lot of veterans that would come through that were um, either had adaptive needs or were there with different programs and whatnot. And being a veteran myself, I, I took a liking to that and wanted to help however I could. Yeah. Um, so I started a nonprofit called um, Veteran Earth. It was actually uh, Veterans for the Oceans at that time. And my thought process was I was an instructor. I was going to instruct people for free. Mm-hmm. They were going to go on mm-hmm. the scuba charters that I worked for for free because my boss was a huge supporter of the idea and veterans. Mm-hmm. So they were going to get on the boat for free, get training for free. I just needed help with the gear. So I started to ask for donations here and there. And people thought it was a great idea. But like six months went by and I think I had like one $10 Venmo or something. Right. <laughs> so I made like a piece of art. I don't even remember exactly how this happened. But I, I just made something personally and I posted a picture yeah, And then somebody was like, um, I'll buy that. And yeah. I was like, well, okay, well, what if I made a couple more of these? And then that funded the the rest of what I needed uh, to make that happen. So I started with like CNC and um, pallet wood repurposing like that. Yeah, we, and we've teamed up on a really awesome sign with your CNC. Yes. I'm so the proud CNC, of that sign. I see it, it all looks, the time on their like Instagram stories and I'm like, we made that. <laughs> it's so and you know cool. what? As soon as you told me the concept, I was like, oh man, that's like exactly what a CNC machine is for. Yeah. Um, you know, because there are benefits to CNC over laser and vice versa, but right. that particular project is so catered for what CNCs do well. And then yeah. putting the I mixed was going to do it on the laser and it was... I had the Glowforge at the time and, you know, it was like, it was a big sign. So yeah. I was going to have to try and like piece it all together. And, it, you know, the way that their logo was, I'm like, there's going to be these, these thin, fragile parts. And it's like, it wouldn't have it, had the it, same effect. No. And it wouldn't have it been nearly pounds. as stable <laughs> and solid. And yeah. Yeah. No, I think like when you handed that to them, that was impressive, you know, Very, like, before yeah. they even saw it, they're like, Oh, this is, this is a sign. Yeah. So um, that machine, ironically enough, it's at Amanda's right, yeah. Stewart location. <laughs> yeah. uh, I feel like the CNC machine, like I when I set up the laser, I did that much room and I set it right in front of the CNC machine. Uh-huh. So like if it has feelings, it's just sad. And then I moved Aww. it there and no one's using it. And it's like, it's done so much for me too because right. the, a CNC machine is like, they're very, very reliable, especially like in comparison to the laser I've noticed. Yeah. Um, I've never even had an issue with the CNC machine ever. And I've made like, I don't even know, probably $30,000 off of that machine. That's nice. And I haven't put a dollar into it. I right. haven't put a belt, a wheel, nothing. That's awesome. Nice. So I'll have some questions a- after we finish recording by that CNC <laughs> machine. Yes. So uh, uh. then I, I get to work and um, they have a Glowforge. So of course they're like, Hey, Nobody knows how to use this. Um, we don't even know how to use the design software to like put something into it. Right. Um, and I was like, well, I got the design software from the CNC side of things. It uh-huh. exports as like an SVG. And I was like, well, can I play on it? And they're like, absolutely. And then it was like, you know, having access to a Glowforge that you could do whatever you want on whenever you want. Right. Like that was awesome. So yeah. I, uh, I jumped in pretty quick with that. I bet. Especially on work time, I would kill exactly. to be paid like <laughs> like so salary work to crazy. play around on the laser. <laughs> and, and here's it's just worked out this way. So we made um, different 
um, basically products that are out to market right now. And the concept for those products yeah. was 100% made on a Glowforge That's so awesome. with um, acrylic yeah. from Cerulean Tides, right? That's awesome. So they needed to make a, a, a resin mold. Uh-huh. And they just got the idea, if we can make the reverse of this, and I was like, well, we could certainly do that with acrylic on the Glowforge. Yeah. And now we've had numerous products come out that all started with just creating a mold and, and, and whatnot from That's so a cool. Glowforge and acrylic. It's a, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, they were, they were happy to, to uh, let me dabble on that. And um, they had a pro. And then when I got into a basic, that created some issues. I did not realize how much more capable one was over the other. Oh, really? But it was good to have that dynamic and then learn that and understand that because um, while I did recommend the basic just a few moments ago, the pro <laughs> is certainly more capable. And I think you have a little bit less problems because that extra power that it has mm. is kind of sometimes the difference right. between success or not. Yeah. It's probably smart Although, to Although, yeah, that. I never push the pro though. Cause if you can spend 6,000 or what is it now, if the basic is 3,000, what's the pro now? I mean, I got a really good deal on my pro. Well, yes, but everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think there's enough opportunities that you can do that. Like, I think even yeah. getting into a pro, you can find one used. Yeah, um, so I'd, I would, I, I'll support a used pro, but I, uh, a brand new pro, I don't know. Like, unless you really need a Glowforge because of, like, space reasons, which could be a huge reason, obviously. Sure. If you have in a small apartment right. or something, absolutely. Yeah. But if you can spend 6K on 6k plus they're probably more than 6,000 now if you can spend 6,000 or more on a laser and you have the space for a more industrial laser do it i agree with that wholeheartedly yeah i think the the, the perfect setup is something kind of what i experienced you find a, a used basic mm -hmm. then you find someone who wants a used basic and at that time you try to find someone who just got a refurb maybe mm -hmm. hasn't even opened it yet and they're upgrading, and you talk to them, oh, who, and, and who, they me? decide to upgrade. <laughs> no, but it was perfect because it you really were going to upgrade. You got yeah. the refurb back. Now I have a, a new refurb. Well, and, and I, I had think, so much less stress about like that much less money that I had to come up with to pay off the the mirror. You don't have to ship it, which is always right. a concern. Yep. Um, you know, some arrive messed up. Well, like, and, the box that and it comes you in had but. you had previous knowledge of a laser. I was terrified of selling it to like a friend and having something go issues. wrong with it and them the being issues, like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Hey, this machine. And I'm like, nah, I, I'm done with it. It was either right. I'm selling it to you or a stranger. Cause I'm like, it's like <laughs> as is like, I'm, I'm not, I don't and have time to show it. you how to use it. I don't right. have time to help you troubleshoot if it doesn't work. Like right. <laughs> I'm no, selling this and I'm moving on. <laughs> No, and I get it. And, and, and what's funny is it actually doesn't work right now. Um, <laughs> right, so, of course. Yeah, and I barely, barely even used it. In fact, I had some things I had to get done, and I, I did them at work. And thankfully, they allowed me to, to do that there. Yeah. But, um, you know, mm -hmm. ideally, if you could get into the Glowforge use and then step up to a proper... And, and look, look, we're using home use uh for business use right you know so and that's totally. something i think people need to understand this is so that you can make cool ornaments right for your right. tree so you can right. show off right. to your friends or yeah yeah it's make your not, friends it's a, not a, a really nice machine 
Yeah, it's make them a nice yeah. wedding gift or something like that. You know, engrave a, a really important, um, yeah. you know, cutting board or something. Yeah. But people are making money off of these things, and then they get mad like as soon as yeah. it doesn't work. But it's, you're using it's it. capabilities, right? You're using it yeah. beyond uh, day one. Yeah. Right. So yeah, let's talk about. Um, I get, so your first um, file release was a, a pretty cool one with your curve tool. Yes. So basically I, I struggled and I struggled with having one at work to play with before I got my own mm-hmm. with having somebody like Amanda local where I could get any type of material instantly, which not many people have that capability. Right. And then also had extensive design experience in a, like a vector creator, let's say, and experience with a CNC. And there's a lot of similarities yeah. and I still struggled yeah. and I couldn't get it. Like I, I literally would look at my wife. Kerf is and be that like, four letter word hmm. in the laser industry. <laughs> right. And, and I'm like, look, and I was like, I don't get it. I'm like, because sometimes I would be so confident. I would make a small change. God, those like, are the worst. I can't oh tell you God. how many times that's happened to me. Yeah. And it's like a, a two hour file and you're like, this is going to be fine. And you always want to cut last right. because you're trying to engrave first before the pieces move and whatnot. So yeah. then you get to the end and then it cuts and then you're like, how does this not fit? Like, there's just right. no way. It doesn't fit. I checked it, rechecked it. (laughs) Exactly. So then I started to realize, you know, this thing doesn't just slice it like a razor and and you still have all of the material there. And and I should have put two and two together because, like, I use jigsaws. Right, it's just like blade loss. Yeah, exactly. Any kind of tool that you use. So as soon as I thought about that, I was like, oh, my goodness. I can't believe. Oh, duh. (laughs) Right. So then I was like, all right, well... When you do it on a blade, you know, I just know where the blade ends and I only care about what's on one side of it. So I just go by the edge of the blade. Well, you can't really do that with a laser. Right. And the more I tried to find out what Kerf was, the more confused I was about what Kerf was. Yeah. And it went from like this tiny monster to like, oh, this is impossible. So I'm just never going to make anything that <laughs> has, has to fit together. That, right. <laughs> so like, I'm just going to make a hundred or 200 fucks lakes and I'm going to pad my pocket this week and right. I don't have to worry about curve. Right. So, you know, and that's honestly all I made. And I, I posted it on my regular Facebook. I had a bunch of like just people I knew that bought it. And that was enough that I was like, I made enough on this holiday season and I only had to invest like one solid week to it. And I didn't have to deal with curve or whatever, you know, but, I was staying away from things that were useful, like phone right. holders and tablet yeah. holders. And I was just determined to figure it out. And then I also wanted to immediately, I knew when I was starting to make all of these different tutorials and things that I was instantly cataloging every step of the way. So that as soon as I figured it out, I was going to instantly give that information away so that like no one else ever ever had to like endure that process. Right. Um, because we're all dealing with it. Like you're dealing with your laser and you're cursing at it and I'm cursing at mine and the person, you know, everybody's cursing at their lasers for all these reasons. And it's like, well, we just talked about this. Like somebody already figured this out, but let's like move on from this and like try to level up because, but we're still just like, all of us are still figuring out like these same simple things, you know? Right. So, um, I came out with this curve tool and it worked great. Um, initially I, I honestly thought it was going to be 
either bananas or it wasn't going to, like, no one was going to like it at all. Right. And I'm, like, kind of in between, so I, I guess I was right. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> a little uh, bit of both. Kinda, yeah, a little bit of both. Um, but it has perfect reviews. No one's ever hit me with a complaint or negative feedback on it, ever. That's good. Um, and the reviews that people have, that the good ones are, like, I struggled with this. I saved so much material now. It made it right the first time. Yeah. So it validated. I mean, it looks simple when you look at it. And then when I explain it to you here in a moment, it's going to make it like totally less cool because you're going to realize how simple it is. Right. But it is, um, it's very useful and it's very accurate. Um, so basically how the crypto works is you're just, it's making a cheat sheet. You're making every size slot that, um, falls within the ranges of the materials that you use. You're just mm -hmm. making all of those same exact slots at one time. Right. And then you're going to take that respective material, stick it in the slot that fits. The number that's next to it was the size of that box when you made that guide. Yeah. It was the size that was on the design. So it was made on your laser with your material. Right. If you make that box, it's going to fit 11 out of 10 times. It's right. just that simple. Mm. So it, as soon as I made it and I was starting to use it, um, I put it out there and I had so many hours in trying to figure out what curve was that um, I just, I, it was a file I felt like I had to charge for where like a lot of the information I give, I really try to keep it free. Right. Yeah. Um, but that was one of those things I probably Well, and there are had. some free ones available, but they, they don't go as, they're not as fine tuned. Exactly. So, so like, you know, it's this goes to the yeah. thousandth of an inch. So, right. like, we were talking earlier. Like, you could get something that fits into something, but does it fit the way you want it to fit? Right. Like, do you want the date on this? You know, x amount of days till this holiday. Do you want them to be super snug? Probably not. So, right. pick a, a spot that they move freely. That works. But, yeah. Yeah, but like a phone holder, you never want those two pieces to come apart ever. Right. But you don't want to use glue. Yeah. So use the setting that offers you where like, you know, you have to kind of wiggle it back and forth to get it to seat. But yeah. once it's put together, it's, it's you staying. think it's one piece. Right. right. So that's one of the benefits of, of the curve tool over like a traditional mm -hmm. um, caliper. And it's cheaper. And that was actually how I justified it. I tried to find the least expensive caliper I could that showed thousands of an inch. And mm -hmm. it was like, I think 14 or 19.99 and i was like well this is well, worth way more than that calipers are are great in that they're super sensitive but they're super sensitive and so if right. you hold if you're not holding it straight up and down if you're if you're holding it like tight like you've mentioned to me or if you're holding it a little loose like it's that's it's your number gonna yeah it's gonna yeah. affect you know, how, how it fits. So, right. Like I like phone holders so tight that I don't know that with my thumb that I could push a caliper that hard against it to right. get a, a solid reading where the numbers weren't moving around and, and whatnot. Um, so if you're going to buy a caliper, it's great. Make sure it goes to the thousands and not yeah. just to the tens. So it's got to be like 0. 0.000. Yeah. Um, because there is that much of a difference and one, one thousandth of an inch will make the difference of, you loving or hating that slotted thing that you're trying to assemble. Right. Yeah. I still hate them. Like I definitely love how the tool will make it. So I'm wasting a lot less material, but I'm still terrified of where, of where 
of selling them to people. Like, so we had talked earlier today and you were helping me with um, the curve tool because I had tried cutting it previously and I didn't have great settings because my laser was new to me. And so I ended up, you know, either cutting, having too aggressive of settings or settings that weren't aggressive enough. Right. Um, and so it didn't work how it should have worked for me and I knew that that was user error but then I just put it off for forever you know as a project I'll get to you know whenever um well I have a solution for well, that but that that is how the curve tool doesn't work is that's right. the one so that's what not to heel. do I can tell people <laughs> don't do what I did was like you know I didn't again I hadn't had my settings dialed down and so it cut too aggressive or not aggressive enough and so then the the tool didn't work for me and when things don't work I toss them aside and get even it, though I, I knew this system is that for it was that it was my <laughs> that it was my issue um but where was I going with that? Um, just with now that I will have a tool that works, it's I can tell I can direct buyers where to go because I avoid the the designs, the cool the de cool designs that have to fit together because I can't teach somebody else. I get like, it. So I I understand it enough that. to do it myself, but I cannot walk you through like doing it for you <laughs> you know what i mean so like <laughs> no i get it so it, that's and you know what honestly it sounds crazy and i'm like and I'm as a designer like, who helps everybody it makes right. me feel like an asshole where right. i'm like so i'm sorry <laughs> I so can't today <laughs> or maybe it was yesterday um the good group it's like a glowforge user group on facebook mm -hmm. uh there's a gentleman nicholas in there and he absolutely makes the craziest stuff on yeah the his are super like, intricate yeah the only person that even holds a candle to him is there's another person i don't remember his name I'm victor sorry. havens I, I hope it's that guy is it the guy that like recreates like the biggest signs oh no um oh my god mind blowing. his yeah his stuff is really cool yeah like no but miniature... victor havens is really cool too he has um he's done like a um a ferris wheel have you seen Oh, you know what? I have seen that. Yeah. I have seen that. And I imagine there's a lot of curve involved in that. So yep. seeing Nicholas say, listen, I'm going to not sell my stuff because kind of what you just said, look, yeah. I'm good enough to make this sorcery. I mean, yeah. some of this stuff, I literally have to stare at it and I'm like, how? how <laughs> right. do you, yeah. Like how much time, like somehow you invented a 36 hour day and <laughs> right. you don't need an endless material and you figured out how to design this and make it and then it, it worked. Yeah. So he, and he pretty much said, look, like I, I can't make this with the thought process of you needing to be able to put this together also. But I am confident that with the systems that I'm already developed or in the process Working of developing mm -hmm. will. So number one, it's going to keep designers that, should be in the game in the game because if we never see another nicholas design again yeah that sucks like how do you make up for that or right. the gentleman that you spoke of and so forth so yeah this system if people will just take the plunge it'll it'll solve all of this yeah. um because it helps the designer number one how many times have you gotten a design 
where they make that default 0.250 because it's right. intended for quarter inch material and which none of it no is 0.250. Quarter inch, it, right, which is so annoying. It's one of the first things you learn the hard way in um, correct Nominal making sizing. laser stuff is everything's yeah. called quarter inch and eighth inch and then you go to make something, you know, at 0.25 or 0.125 and it's, it's not, not even size. close <laughs> yeah correct it's like it's if there's one size that's so not annoying. It's the size that it's exactly <laughs> exactly so, i don't think i've ever had an eighth inch that was 1.25 and a quarter inch that was 250 ever never i had mdf that was 0.25 actually it was bigger it was like 0.254 and i was like ugh. <laughs> because initially when I made these curve guides, I made them with, because all that exists is proof grade, right? No. Yeah. So, but I made them that way. And then I was like, people were talking about all this other wood. And I was like, oh, I should probably buy some of that and test it. Right. And then, so I got wood from Casey and Alex mm-hmm. and um, I got some from, I can't remember the company now. It was like their version of, um, I don't want to say pattern ply because I know pattern ply is like a very specific thing, but it was yes, like this it's, other it's company. trademarked. <laughs> yes, it's trademarked. So it's, it's, uh, you know, I was going to switch to letters and, and say it, but pattern ply with switch letters is still pattern ply. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it's pattern ply. It's like whatever. And it's half the price. And I was like, I'm going to try it. And it's yeah. different when I got it, like I wasn't super happy with it, but I wanted to see all these different thicknesses because initially I thought my guide had enough sizes and had like 36 mm-hmm. and now it's got like a hundred and something because, the wood that everybody loves from Home Depot, right? Um, and all these different woods that people are using um, very common these days were nowhere near the the sizes that they were advertised at, right? And um, so I had to just keep growing this guide. I think I'm on like version E of the of the curve tool at this point um, because of that. People would message me, and then I even added metric. I think I'm like version four. Getting a lot of people are like, "Can you do it in millimeters?" And at first, I, I was like, that. "Absolutely not!" Like, I'm like, <laughs> "I don't like, know." You know no. what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, "Can you write your tutorial in Spanish?" Is how I felt. And I was like, right, "No, totally. I cannot do that." <laughs> and then um, I found out that there was like this conversion thing that'll just uh, if I open the file initially on a canvas that's in millimeters, it just converted everything. And I was like, "Oh, well, that was easy." Oh wow! And uh, so then I. I added that and anybody who's got an older version like uh, an early adopter just mm-hmm. email me and i'll always send you the updated one so if i make any revisions you're like always guaranteed to get you know the newest one cool um but uh so and where do you sell that by the way before we forget it's on it's on etsy and i really i don't want people to go right to my etsy i, I really want them to go to my website um because i want them to watch the tutorial videos and mm-hmm. understand it and ask questions about it and message me and make sure that you, that this is the tool for you and that this is something that you're trying to figure out. Um, I'll answer any questions for it at all times. I have a good FAQ on the site, but um, this is one of those things where if you just try to get it and use it, you're going to, you probably won't be as successful. Right. So I'm okay with there being a, a conversation about it. And, um, you know, go, go through the website and see the tutorials. Um, the, the website is actually pretty advanced as I start to see things trending. Mm-hmm. I'll post things, whether they're related to these tools or not. Um, I noticed there's a lot of people on like Facebook forums who are always helping, mm-hmm. but you'll notice that the same questions are getting asked over and over. And then right. like, even the helpful people, they'll start to abbreviate their responses because totally. like, how and many then times leave stuff can you out. say it? Yeah. Right. 
So I started to I find totally the golden that. nuggets. Yeah. Find the golden <laughs> and it's nuggets not even like on, on purpose. Website. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I, I started to put this information on there, like what to do if you're getting in, inconsistent cuts, uh, understanding alignment and like what that camera can and cannot do mm-hmm. and proof grade settings. And like, I have a pencil jig on there initially it was free for teachers. Yeah. And then I had so many people that thought it was cool. They were like, I want to buy it off of you. Um, so then I listed it on Etsy and it's actually done way better than I thought that it would, but it's step by step. Yeah. And then I created it. And then I had my wife who does not touch the Glowforge at all, follow it step by step. And she'd never used a Glowforge ever before. And she was able to make perfect pencils the first time because nice. it's like, turn on the Glowforge. Right. You know, like, yeah. like and, and, you know, and I want it to appeal to people who understand that, but also for the person who doesn't and like, right. That you know, step-by-step. Step. So everything on my website, I try to build that way. But I think where I catapulted the curve tool was there's a, a gentleman I know that uh, his name's Kyle. He's outstanding in the CNC community and he makes tutorial videos, um, basically like video podcasts or vlogs. Oh, nice. And um, I was like, listen, I need you to make some videos for me. And um, he made a step-by-step video on how to change the slot because that was the next problem. So like people mm. were using the curve tool and then they messaged me like, great, I know exactly what size box I need. Now what? <laughs> but I bought this file. It's 0. 0.250. What do I do? And mm. at first I was getting lucky. Like I only had to make the video for like one or two. Cause like people were having the same ones, but then you'd get like, I have an affinity or I have Corel draw. Oh, and is so evil. <laughs> well, now I'm up to, let me see. I think I have it for the seven most common and I had to pay for these videos to get done. Yeah. But I wanted this to be a full system to where somebody like Nicholas could make a file and then send this website to somebody and you don't even have to push the curve tool. If they end up getting it, great. If not, they could use all this free stuff for, you know, it's free 99. Enjoy. And it's literally step-by-step for Inkscape, Illustrator, uh, silhouette, like I think it's like six or seven of the most popular ones. So your if your first file that you cut is my guide on a proof grade material with proof grade settings, mm-hmm. and then you watch this video for whatever, and I tell people, watch these videos to see which workflow you like, decide which design software you want. Mm. You know, like like you said, like I saw Corel draw when I watched the video when he sent it to me, I was like, oh, I'm not playing with that. I've never even seen it. I just know that if anybody ever has a problem with opening my file, they well, have Corel Draw. Right yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know why you were making SVGs a particular size. And if you open them in half of these, I think even Inkscape does it. It just arbitrarily tells or changes the size. So, like, some people would open my guide, the Curve Guide tool, in a software first because they think they need to, like, change the colors for engrave mm. or cut. Mm-hmm. I've already assign them a certain way where they're good yeah but if they do that then they'll print it and they'll be like this thing doesn't fit and i'm like did you open it in a design software first mm. and the answer is almost always yes and it, it resized it which once you resize a, a you know a precise tool then it's right no good anymore <laughs> <Doesn't> so, <work. laughs> um, so i wanted to be able to be long-winded with people but I couldn't also. So I, I created this website and basically any of these things that I was saying over and over and over, I just put them on the website and then I try to link to it. I know some of them, they don't want you to link to websites, which I think is counterproductive. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, that's how they run their, their Facebook pages. But for the most part, I try to respond with 
Um, and it's really simple. It's literally glowforgehelper.com. Glowforge um, what? Glowforgehelper.com. Okay. And it just redirects to laser light designs. And I think I have like one or two more that I just had to redirect. Um, and a ton of free info. The curve tool is yeah, there. Yeah, curve tool. You have curvetool.com too, don't you? Yep, curvetool.com. It redirects. Um, so it's really just one website and they all redirect, but it's easy to sometimes just be able to type like, yeah. if they say, I just got a Glowforge and I need help. I just, you know, Glowforge helper seems like it beats pretty right. enticing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, and it's got a ton of info. And what's crazy is like, I went through and vetted a lot of things that I was seeing contradicting info. Mm -hmm. So like, if I could just talk about when people post on Facebook groups, because we're talking about productivity. Um, if you have an issue there are certain things that you should put in there. Like you have to include relevant info. Like if you're having an issue making this file, yes. it'd be helpful to know, like, have you made it a thousand times before with the same material and right. never had a problem and now you do? Yeah. Or have you never made this file good? Or have you right. made it good with proof grade right. and now you have some cerulean tides acrylic first time with acrylic? Right. Like, you know, some people would be like, I I'm trying to cut this design. It's not cutting through. What do I yeah. do? And I'm like, what machine are you, you on? Yeah. What yeah. material are you using? Yeah. And search because I guarantee you, yeah. I mean, three times today, you don't even have to use the search. Just literally scroll yeah. and you're going to find your exact question. Somebody we're actually working on um, some, the, in the That Mom with the Laser group, we're actually working on uh, trying to figure out some, <clears throat> what's called units um, we, we all don't know a ton about what these units are, but they're like, uh, it, it's like kind of like chapters we can put in the group and to okay. where like when, uh, when we get the 14th post of the day, which laser should I buy? We're going to send them to this unit and be like, here is all the information that, wow. you know, on the top lasers and here's the benefits of each one. Here's the, the cons yes. of each one, you know, like, cause again, and then that's another thing that people post all the time, but then don't give information of which laser I should buy. Well, it depends on a hundred things. What are you making? Oh, the best is Glowforge like, sucks. Don't get a Glowforge. And yeah. that's all it says. Don't right. get a Glowforge. It's like, like, oh, right, cool. okay, cool, thanks. Why? Yeah, yeah and why? I mean, we especially hate that in the That Mom with the Laser group because, uh, unfortunately, there is a lot of people in... Uh, fortunately and unfortunately, there's a lot of people in that group who either had a Glowforge and now have moved on from one or never even had one to begin with. And because we have more non-Glowforge user uh, users in there... There tends to be a few more of the, like, Glowforge haters, I guess we could call them. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, which, by all means, everyone can have their opinion. And it may not be the... What, what their opinion is saying is that the Glowforge is not a good fit for that person. Or it was not a good fit for the person who said, Glowforge exactly. sucks, don't buy one. Because Heather, who's ha who had four Glowforges and ended up getting a full refund on her Glowforge because she had so many issues is still a backer of a Glowforge and still sure. 
Like she made whatever it, she made, and it cost exactly. her nothing. She right, yeah. and she well, and it was a perfect starter laser for her, just like it was for me. She sure. couldn't, didn't feel like she could have started on on Amira, you know, as her first ever, and it taught her about lasers, and it made her enough money so she could afford the next one. And I yeah, mean, sure, how? she had problems, but like no mechanical know, like, device is without I, potential issue. I mean, the number one thing, I, I mean, money motivated me not getting, like, a super awesome laser. Right. But, like, honestly, I don't know, even if I had extra money in the bank, like, to get something like that, I still don't know. Unless if I had a friend or I saw one in mm-hmm. person, I think it's, I, I don't know that I could go out and buy a ten, twelve, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 laser thinking I'm going to be able to do something cool with it if I've right. never seen one. Right. That's kind 100%. of, you know, that's a, yeah. that's a bold move. Yeah. So, but, so what we were saying about the the not asking asking the same questions, but then also not giving enough information. You know that right. it, it goes into you know when you're having yeah when you're having problems or when you're looking for something like ch- try searching first, <laughs> and <Cool>. you'll find. <laughs> be, I think people need to also be a little bit more realistic in their answers. So, like somebody will say, "What masking should I use?" So, and then. <laughs> You'll get the person that's like, don't use masking, use baby wipes. And I'm like, all right, so you know what? All right, let's try the baby wipe thing, right? Because I'm buying stuff now that doesn't come with masking. Um, So let let me try it. Well, the baby wipe, does it take the residue off? Absolutely. But it also leaves a ton of lint all over my wipe. Oh, it does. Yeah. So, so like, I would not say don't use masking, use baby wipes. I would say for some things, baby wipes might work. Mm -hmm. But if it's an unfinished wood, it might leave lint. So, right. like, just telling somebody not to use masking, and then I would say, use this masking, and then they're like, nah, uh, use the baby wipes. And I'm yeah. like, well, don't comment. Don't reply to my comment. <laughs> to yeah. Like, right. mine's relevant. Masking is definitely a, a, a way to do this. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So yep. I went, and I bought the, the most popular maskings, and I tested them both, and I tested them every way that I could think of. Sanded, mm-hmm. unsanded, with a clear coat on it. Um, and then I even broke it down on my website, like how much it costs per side to mask it. I gave mm-hmm. links and I think I, it's like, I got it. The best one, it was only like 60 cents. And the more expensive one that everybody kept recommending mm-hmm. actually performed horribly against the cheaper one. So, so what's the one that you actually recommend? I'm curious. You have to go to my website. One. I'm not just going <laughs> to oh, give you the on. info. No, let's see here. <laughs> Test masking. So when I go to it, I tested the vinyl ease and the transfer right ultra. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I did it as a blind test. I wrote mask one and mask two. And like, yeah, I tried to be as unbiased because right. I wanted to find out which one I'm going to use it. Right. So yeah. the vinyl ease ended up, um, both sides, it was 70 cents. The transfer rate was 42 cents uh-huh. and it scored better. Mm. Um, good. Cause that's like what one I of the, <laughs> Oh, good. And one of the things that I didn't like about the vinyl ease, uh-huh. I always noticed that I have to pull a couple inches extra of masking when I'm wrapping complete sides. Uh-huh. Like it's hard to just bring it right to the mm. razor bladed edge, you know? So, well, the two or three inches extra didn't right. want to stick back on the roll with vinyl oh, right. So every time I was losing that, and I was like, well, that's, that's annoying. You know, that's yeah. no good. Right. Um, so, and it also tore a little bit when I pulled it off the roll because the first it's on the roll, it's super sticky. Yeah. So I was like ripping it here and there. So you had to grab it with two hands uh-huh. and you had to grab it like, 
you know, a third of the way down on each side. And if you didn't, weren't, it would rip. Mm. So, like, little things like that, I yeah. noted that in here. Right. And then, like, the clear coat. Everybody with the clear coat. So, so my on. tip for the masking, I actually yes. use um, two. I use two different transferites. Um, oh, wow. The, I use the medium tech for okay. anything that's unpainted or unfinished or... Um, just like bare wood, basically, or or acrylic or anything like that. Um, if I have pre-painted, which if anybody has listened, I don't paint anymore. <laughs> um, but if in my my old me, if I pre-painted, then I needed high tech in order for it to stay hmm. down and not lift. I up wonder which one mine engraving is. And yeah. So mine says and, ultra, so I'm not sure which one of those two that is, or if it's a different. So it's one like entirely. five. I think it's five eight two is the medium, and five nine two I think is the the high tech. Did you get them from U.S. Cutter? Yep, I got five eight two. So I have the medium. That's tech. the medium, I think. Yeah. I'm gonna add that on there, that extra info because. Yeah. So. Go ahead. I even did a test on like, does it pull some of the green of the wood off mm, and so mm-hmm. forth like that? So I wonder if the nine two. Maybe I'll add that to the test. Yeah, so that for me, that was my experience was that, you know, I, I loved the the 582 and used it all the time. And then I started pre-painting to, you know, save time on certain Absolutely. designs and stuff. And I noticed it was coming up on, especially on like the matte chalk paint. It had even a harder time sticking to that. And so I needed a, a higher tack, um masking for for those situations oh and one more um uh i guess masking hack is i so i normally got the 12 inch rolls i one of my last times i got a six inch roll so that i could uh mask small pieces of scraps and miscellaneous stuff that that wasn't masked but i didn't want to mess with the 12 inch roll to do it so what's funny is I wait until I have like multiple pieces uh-huh. and then like roll it out like a foot or two and then stick them all on there yeah. trying to get as much of it. Mm-hmm. But your way I think might be smarter. I think yeah, that's so I just a, got uh, a small, small six inch roll because I didn't need nice. a ton because there wasn't, you know, that situation oh, didn't that. happen like too regularly. But it was just the, the next time I ordered masking and I needed a 12 inch roll, I also got a, a six inch roll. I'm going to add it to my list. I think that's a... <laughs> That's a winner right there. Yes. Um, so then, like, people were talking about, like, clears. That was the next one I saw. So I was like, all right. I went and bought, it's like $10 a can. And I bought six or seven clears. Went to three or four different hobby stores to get all the different uh, versions. And then I did all the concerns. So I went through the comments. And somebody was like, this one gets yellow. So I was like, all right, I'm going to have a test, see which one gets yellow. And this one makes paint run, or this one does this, mm. or masking doesn't stick to it. So... I then did that whole test with all of those and posted that on the website. So the thought process is when somebody says, which clear do I use? I want to just send them this link and I'm giving them all the info. But, you know, I even set up like um, where you type in like two or three letters on the iPhone and then it types the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like in your, you know, uh, the keyboard, keyboard replacement the keyboard, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, that was that's a <laughs> that's one of the hacks that um, Heather has has shared yeah. <laughs> that uh-huh. John had learned something new with that one. 
I use those, I do that for I use those daily. So if you see when I recommend Amanda, it's, <laughs> I, I, I wondered that. if that was because I was like, oh, I think goodness. that's his blurb. <laughs> it is. And so I just type in CT, CT, and boom, it just pops right up. But <laughs> Perfect. It's, it's not any less genuine. And no, it's the yeah. info. You, you know, just I don't have to type the same damn thing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, I want to be first. So, right. I, you know, I'm just, I can say four letters and it, and it does that. Yeah. Um, no, but you know what? It, it makes it, I'm super huge on supporting small businesses mm-hmm. and um, people who do the right thing and, and, and run a business the proper way. So I want to talk to everybody that is asking about acrylic about Amanda and I just yeah. don't have the time. Right. So that made it where I can do that and I could do right by a business that's, you know, earned my business and earned my recommendation, right. but be able to, you know, for it to be sustainable because I might type that 10 times a day, which if they just searched, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? You know, um, I don't think we'll ever get people to search like we will ever get people to read. <laughs> those, I think those are know, two things we kind of got to give up on. Because here's the other my... thing, too, that's annoying, is if you do actually search, sometimes the groups are assholes and it doesn't show you what you've searched for. Because I've tried searching sometimes for something I know I posted and can't find it yes. in, t- in terms that I know are in the post that I posted. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. Some people don't even know the right terms. So like, if you don't know what curve is, exactly, like, you wouldn't even know what to look don't up. Fit together, uh-huh. yeah, you, right, right. Yeah, I wouldn't know what um, curve is. Yeah. Hey, well, let's go to this website. Um, <laughs> I have a, a video that says what is curve. <laughs> the uh, so let's see here. I had a uh, I had this all figured out. Like I made a whole itinerary, like a bullet points of everything and then <laughs> we're hitting all the topics just right. not in the order that i tell nope. them nope, no that's not how this works <laughs> yes i see that so let me see kind of we just yeah, bounce all over the place. yeah well while we're talking about you know trying to support people i paid for all of the things that i bought all the materials that i tested except for alex fuentes mm-hmm. um from Laserwood supply so i'd like to give him a little shout out he was nice enough when I talked to him and told him that I was trying to do this to build the community so people could save time and material. And um, he was like, absolutely, what's your address? Say no more. And he actually sent me um, like samples of every single material that he had. And he's like, look, run it, you know, do your thing. Um, And because of that, what I was able to do is like, so you are part of the very small group that has problems even with the curve guide Mm -hmm. because of your settings aren't perfectly dialed in. And basically if you're making a precision tool, but you don't cut it super precise, it's not going to work well. Right. So the newest thing that I'm coming out with, and it's actually not entirely completed today, but it will be if you're listening to this, because I will get it done by then. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's like months and months in the making, but it's basically going to be a file that you could put into your Glowforge or any other laser and run this series of tests and you're going to learn a lot about your machine. You're going to learn, um, you know, your cut settings, your engrave settings for each particular type of material because they do differ. Right. Um, and you know, it's funny, like people would be like, I tried this setting from Glowforge and I tried acrylic black and then I tried acrylic red and acrylic blue and none of them cut. And what's right. funny is those are all the same exact settings. Right. Yeah, they so, are. So, is it white? I'm not going to lie. It took me a long time thing. to figure that out. <laughs> On my website, I literally went through, and because I had, um, I had, I think you had a plus for a minute. Yes, and I then, did. 
I had the the pro and the basic. So I had all three like in my Glowforge dashboard. Mm. So I went through and setting by setting by setting went through on each of those three Glowforges and loaded up all these things to get that information and then put it in a spreadsheet. There's one that's out there, but it's not accurate. Mm -hmm. And I found some inconsistencies, like some, the settings are more aggressive on eighth than quarter, which like makes no sense. So some of their settings are, are wrong in their system, but on my website, it, it does go over all of that info and you know, people are like, where do I start at? And I noticed, like, let's see, I'll, I'll look at these. I'm looking at Alex's wood samples right now. So, like, on his red oak, for me, I was able to go through 184 full pass. But I was able to go as fast as 196 with walnut and still cut through. Mm. So, you know, these materials vary. And I know yeah. people are, you know, you're going to get it with, with the way stock is. Like, even if you are like, look, I'm only going to get from acrylic from amanda and wood from alex if yeah. you have a design that you have to get done yeah and alex doesn't have you know baltic whatever, birds yeah. or whatever like what are you gonna do like your next yeah. order is gonna be with alex but this one you're gonna have to go to home depot and yeah you know grab yourself a sheet or whatever so my thought process was to make this where you could put any piece of material and it's a it's a full system so it, it cuts out the sample and then i have a tray that all the sample cards can be in and the tray goes together with no hardware, no glue. It's all pressure fit, super simple. Um, And you can have all your info there. And then if you start to go to trade shows, when COVID kind of lets up a little bit, you can just bring that sample. And some people could be like, you know what? I like the dark engraved. And then you're going to have some people that prefer that. I don't care for it, but you know, that like light, um, it's like very light brown. It barely looks like it's engraved at all. Like some Mm -hmm. people like that look. Yeah. So, well, and depending on what you're going for, if you're trying to do something subtle, or maybe you're even trying to engrave your your own logo on a piece, and you want to put it on the back, and you want it to like be there, but not be like, "Hey, look at my logo." Over the top. Yeah. That would be a a perfect, you know. Exactly. Situation so for a light engrave. It's going to have 14 different engraves and 14 different cut settings on each of these cards. And you'll always have it. So, you you know, you'll be able to use them as a, a guide to your exact material. And nice. it, it, it says, the you know, where you got it and what kind of wood it is and stuff like that. But then people could look at it and say, oh, I want red oak um, with natural birch. And then I want this poplar. Yeah. And you'll be like, oh, no, I've never used poplar. I can't believe she picked it. Well, you run the thing. And now, you know, because you have this card. So you know where your cut settings are, what your engraved settings are, even if it's a wood you have never actually made like a customer project with and you're going to waste zero material. So, um, this will work in conjunction with the curve guide to perfect, uh, someone's settings. But my end result is really to try to move on from some of these issues that the same people are having over and over and over. Right. And I I think this will be like the next evolution of that. Awesome. So, you, I think you had mentioned um, there's going to be uh, a discount for our listeners. Yes. So um, we could do, let me see. I think and I if you don't know it, it now, there. that's okay. We can always no, announce it in the group. I did it at, so it's RB for Riley Black and then 15 off. Cool. But I'm also going to have it at like an introductory price. So they're going to get 15% off 
of the introductory price. And then probably after like 30 days, um, you know, I'll hike it up to the price that I, um, you know, intended it to be at. But um, your listeners will hear about it first. They'll have access to it first. Awesome. And um, I won't really post it anywhere else. I'll make sure that I'm able to answer any questions for any of your doctors that get it. And um, like I said, they'll get it 15% off and at that introductory price. Cool. So RB15 off, you said, was the? Yeah, RB150FF. Cool. And then yes. your laser light designs on Etsy? Yep. And they can find my Etsy link by going to either Goldport Helper. Curve or um, curvetool.com. That'll okay, take cool. them right there. And I'll, um, if I don't remember, remind me on Monday to post it in the <laughs> in the group as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, the main thing here is the designers can make this, you know, use this for them to make the file, but also um, it gives them instant support for their users. So 100%, as soon as they call yeah. you, yeah, they're like trying to understand. Now, what you'll well, have to do... Go ahead. As a designer, sorry. What you'll have to do with the designer is there's going to be the right way to cut it in the right order. So, like, you're going to have to know what thickness this piece is. Right. And to know that, you know, what piece it, you know, you have to put that sizing on. So there's going to be where, like, if you cut the fourth piece first, it's not going to work because you're not going to have the input. Right. So you're going to have to make your tutorial or, like, your readme file where it explains current you know, this part of the file first, then measure it and yeah. and so on. But if that's, if you do that on your initial readme file and, it, and in your readme file, it says, look, look at these videos. This is going to tell you how to adjust it. Yeah. Um, you know, you're, you're able to use and, and point to those videos. Uh, they're free. Well, they're just they're having, there for anyone. Having another tool will be definitely helpful. So I have a cu- only a couple um, designs that I you know, I, I couldn't help but not share it because it was so awesome, which was my um, watch band stand. Um, yes. And for that, it was that was before I even knew you. And I um, uh, used Big Blue Laser Designs, Mark's, um, yes. his uh, video on YouTube. And I, I would have to use his video every single time I made something um, with Kerf. And so it was always where, like, you know, if you don't know what Kerf is or you don't know how to do it, he was another person. He's just another resource. And, again, it, how, how, how much Kerf kind of sh- <laughs> shuts some of us down, like, there's not – you can't have – too many people helping out because someone no, may understand your tool better than they understood Mark's explanation of it, and someone may understand Mark's versa. explanation of his exactly of his yeah, the way I he explains it more than yeah um, yeah I think you had told me that when you were um, first putting your your tool out um, but like yeah, having both realize. of them will be helpful because it depending on who it is it's like hey check these out check out mark's youtube check out you know tony's um website with his information and his videos and you know see which one makes sense to you or see which one you like better or you know um but that's what i do now so like it again because i can't help the user when it comes to curve i can help with anything else pretty much um but when it comes to Kerf, I, I know it enough to to limp through it myself, but I can't tell you how to do it. 
<laughs> and what's so, interesting is like I, I reached out to Mark and had a, a long conversation with him because number one, you can see that he's just a genuine guy, right? Totally. He's a good guy helps out everybody. I mean, the I don't know the specifics like offhand, but I know that he's like an advocate for giving new laser users free right. files. And yeah. like he's you know, he's a big player. So for sure. what's interesting is I didn't know that he had all that information about Curve, and I kind of, I mean, it was a blessing and a curse that I did or did not know it existed, but right. I had this issue, and I made this Curve guide, and I posted it, and then somebody was like, oh, well, I just watched this video from Mark, and then I watched it, and I was like, oh, I didn't I didn't, didn't even know, this know was here. Yeah. that this existed, <laughs> right? And then, ironically, he actually has a, I think you may call it a slot sizer. I don't yes. think it's called a yeah. Curve tool, but his, in my opinion... Um, it only goes to the 10th and there's only like, yeah, I don't know, maybe eight or 10 sizes. Right. So I talked to him and I was like, listen, I was like, look, I hope there's not any bad blood. I didn't realize that. I mean, you essentially had this idea first, but right. it, 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 its function is very limited in that there's only X amount of sizes and it only goes to the 10th. And really one tenth is I, in my opinion, too large of a, of an interval to be, mm-hmm. you know, as precise as it needs to be. And he was very nice about it, and yeah. um, you know, I was like, "Look, I didn't, I did not copy you." I, I, right. But I agree, there are some similarities here. Yeah. Not trying and, to step um, on toes. <laughs> exactly, and I and I try to give him a shout out anytime because he handled it well. There are a lot of people who have been like, "You can't do this. You stole my idea," and and, and, and all these type of things. And yeah. I mean, Kirk existed before me and before Mark and right. and whatnot. But he he was just very nice about it, and he actually. He, he said to me, like, I think bait. I'm like, I don't get it. I, you using it to that level. And, um, and he's like, but he understands it a different way into a level that he doesn't need right. my curve tool. And exactly. I get that. That's great. Yeah. Um, but I think there are a lot less marks out there than people who are, yeah. you know, just don't get it at all. I mean, he's very good at what he does he is <laughs> and um you know we can't assume that everybody has that understanding and, and this right. would be for those people yep yeah definitely so i mean and that's what again the more the more resources the better there's someone you know you all on the same the, team exactly the, we're all here to to help <laughs> so. yeah people are so worried they're like you know and i mean i don't know that i would fall for the post all your most successful projects here. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. like this person's trying to take your stuff and people post, you know, yeah. but, um, well, Hey, I'm not going to lie. I post because they're not competition for me if they're making something <laughs> like, well, Oh, this exactly. sells really well. And, and, and it's not a lie, but like my keychains, the keychains sell really well. And I'm like, Hey, these keychains sell really well. And I also know where you can find that file. <laughs> to, right. To sell and the keychain thingy is pretty good. Really well. Yes. Um, yes. Those but, have- and, and I get like, I get some people sharing them, but I do, it is frustrating the people who just like, are because those are the same people who who post those who think okay if it's your bestseller it's going to be my bestseller and that's not how it works oh, a completely <laughs> different area um so you know it, it all goes into how you're marketing things where you're marketing things how your pictures look when you make this best-selling file because you can cut that same cut and paint that same best-selling file that this person is selling thousands of and you may not have the same you know, painting or cutting skill, and yours isn't going to look the same, even though it's the same exact file. So, right, like some of Robin's stuff, or right, like, like yes, she, she's able to make it look like that. You know, or, I mean, <laughs> right. some of her stuff is, but like, 
some of her stuff is actually intimidating to me. I have one project. It was like the actually the first file I bought. It was a uh, jellyfish, uh-huh. and I think I'll probably tackle it now once I get this this issue resolved. But um, yeah, people need to go into it with an understanding that um, there are definitely easier designs than others, and. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a lot of people that are willing to, to coach you up on it and, and get you through it. And those are the people that you should probably be using the referral codes for. Right. Which yeah, is always like I totally, you know? I, I purchased, I don't even know her name. I bought the, use somebody's referral code who I had, I think, probably two conversations with. And I, she didn't help me, you know, any at all. After the fact. And not that I reached out to her to do so, but, you know, she also wasn't reaching out to, <laughs> to me <Right>. either. <laughs> There's um, enough so people that are willing to help you that that would be my recommendation. If you're looking 100%, for a hundred percent, yeah. Yeah, I mean, ask two or three questions and you're going to see this, the same person's answering for the most part, you right. know. Um, so that's the person that, uh, I mean, you're going to get it's not even that much. What, what do you get? Do you get the same amount as a as a referral? Yeah. So you, so you get the product? whatever um, whatever they get, you get as well as in um. So, like if if they get a hundred dollars off, then you get a hundred. Um, it used to be with GoForge, you got like twenty percent if you used it in their store, but so like you got like a hundred and twenty if you uh, used it so towards GoForge product. Or you got a hundred if you cashed it out. Um, but then God, they also yeah. they just changed their referral program. They actually took away the referral for the basic for a while, and then they and brought, brought it back. back. Yeah, um, I saw that. And then now they <laughs> they they hiked up the their prices of everything. Which, in their defense, the prices of everything are is I going get it. up. But um, their price was already high. Yeah. And you know what I mean? So then with the referral, you also get like uh, 40% off materials or something like that as well. Interesting. Um, yeah. That, well, people will have to, to look and see what the benefits are now because it, it did recently change. Um, but you get basically the same thing that the, the purchaser gets off of the machine. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. And then uh, there'll be some other things added to the website, too. Um, I, I've seen too many posts about they'll have it in their hand and it's a cutting board or something made of bamboo. The letters are readable for part of it and not, and not oh, readable right, for part yeah. of it. So I tested all of that out. I went and bought bamboo cutting boards and, <laughs> nice. and basically just engraved a line across the whole thing. And yeah. um, then I used like, all the different methods. So people were like, I've seen put clear and then put yeah. black over that once it tries or just put black or um, use laser. I don't know if you've ever heard of this stuff called laser. Dark. Yes. Laser dark. <laughs> so I brought the brown one and the black one. And then, yeah, my was mind was blown the first time I saw that. Well, it is expensive. It's super yeah. expensive. It's not like Ceramark expensive, but it ain't cheap. Yeah. And uh, then somebody obscure comment was like, use this. It's $4 and it works better than everything. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, and it even supplied like an Amazon link. And then I think it, the post got closed because uh-huh. he posted the link or whatever. So I get it and I run it through this test uh-huh. and it's way better than every other thing. Nice. So I'll, I'm about to post that information okay. on there. I think it's, um, it's called like Marsh. Let me see. I'll have one of these. 
and uh, it, it'll be on there. If you're listening to this, it's on there. But uh, it's like four dollars a can, and it works. It doesn't bleed. Nice. Like you know, sometimes you'll do it and it'll like soak into the side of where it was engraved. Mm-hmm. This doesn't do that, and it goes on like almost like a powdery dust kind huh. of more than like a liquid paint. Um, and it looks perfect. And uh, it's know. good that you like doing that stuff because all of that testing sounds absolutely terrible to me. <laughs> so I, the, the, this is the problem. Like I don't just do this for this. I do it for every single thing. It's actually like, Oh my God. Your wife it must makes, love like, more that. Difficult. <laughs> yeah. It makes everything more difficult because I have to like, I have to, I don't, I think it's cause I'm like, just, I don't trust anything. Like, I just <laughs> right. have to see it myself. That's totally trust issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, everything I have to do it. And then even when I think I figure it out, I'll try to tweak something to see if I can mess it up. Like, right. Like, you know, like how do I get this to not work and, and so mm-hmm. forth. So I've always been that person. And, um, yeah, I mean, this is fun. Um, it's nice when, when everything's going smooth and you literally feel like you're printing money. Yeah. It's one of the best feelings on the planet, right? Because right. you can turn sometimes $50 in the wood into like a thousand dollars. Yeah. And you're like, that's a pretty cool superpower. Yeah. So <laughs> it, uh, you know, it makes some of the, some of these tests worth it in the end. And really I'm just trying to figure it out for myself Yeah. and thinking, Hey, if I could do this and then, Help you know, obviously, other, yeah. Yeah, help out people, and obviously, I'm I'm profiting from the file at some point, right. um, you know, and, and it makes up for whatever cost I initially put into it, and, and so forth. So it's yeah. a win-win in the end. Definitely. Well, is there yeah. anything else that you that we didn't cover on your list since we <laughs> we <laughs> jumped see. around? We we didn't allow you to go in order. <laughs> no, it's all good. Um, I think the main thing for people to understand about this curve tool is it's only going to work on that machine. So if you make one on your work Glowforge and take it home, it's it's not work. It's literally tied to that machine. Right. Um, and that's how it works every time because nothing has changed from the time you made the slot when you made the guide and the time that you're making the slot now for the base or the or the project. Yeah. Um, but if you have a change to your machine, you're going to have to make it again. So right. if you get a new laser tube or you send it in and get a refer back, you're going to have to print out a new guide. Otherwise it'll last for forever. Right. And what also it does is if you know that this works and then you start to notice that things aren't working, you're going to notice it right away because you know, for a fact that, you know, 180 full power gets through this or, right. or whatnot. So it's going to be a, a clue. Hey, do I have to clean my machine or, you know, do I have a scratch on my lens or whatever the situation may be? Mm-hmm. You should notice a problem because you're going to have that understanding that like these settings are dialed in and this is how they're dialed in and it's doing this because, and now it's not, you know? Yeah. So it's good to, to have your settings where they're just not hap- Like it doesn't just happen to work, but like you made it that way so that it works. Yeah. And then as soon as it doesn't, you recognize it. So, um, there's, you know, additional uses. Cool. Well, that's been another great episode of the Riley Black Project with Crystal and John. Thanks, Tony. Thank you. Bye. Mamie, we're all done.